Hello, listeners. Listener, single, plural, it doesn't matter. Hello, whoever the hell you are. And I just want to say, God damn, it has been a really long time since I recorded. Like, holy crap. So, um, I don't know why Anchor is telling me that I'm recording this on the 24th. It is not. Today is July 31st. It is Saturday, July 31st. I don't know where they're getting the 24th from. I, I don't know, but it's not. So, um, God, you guys, wow, what a long time. Let me tell you, I've not been in jail. Woo, that's not where I've been. Um, I've not had a mental breakdown yet. I think I'm, like, currently in the process of having one. Oh, where do I even start? So, you know... <sighs> I have one solid plug, right? I see him every day, sometimes twice a day, three times a day, but it's just the one plug that I have, and I really like this plug. I don't like his bullshit and shenanigans and the hours on end he makes me wait to get served, but I do like his product, and anytime he leaves or runs out, I end up going through thousands of dollars trying other plugs, products, and seeing, you know, what else is out there on the market. And nothing ever compares to what my plug has. So about a week and a half ago, um, two weeks actually, I guess, he left. He ran out. And not only was he gone for like two or three days, he was gone for almost two weeks. Oh, fuck. Well, the, th- the first problem was he was like, hey, can you get me a rental car so I can have a car to drive home to see my family? I already know you guys don't have to tell me what a bad fucking idea that was. So here I go. I go to Enterprise. I get a rental car in my name. I let him leave in it. He doesn't have a license. No, he doesn't have insurance. But he handed me $1,500 cash and the addict in me got the better of me. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw the money and I'm like, man, I'm going to get high. And I'm like, here's the rental car. I have stupid on my forehead. And I let him leave in the rental car. (sighs) Now, let me at least just say, the issues I'm having right now with this rental car and my plug are not because of my plug. As crazy as that sounds. I mean, they are, but they aren't. So, I guess, let me bring it back to, like, the day that we rented the car. Okay. I go. I pick up the rental car. He's in my, he's in the Jeep, my car, and I drive the rental car out of the lot. Before we leave, the lady tells us that we're like $60 short of having enough money in my bank account to cover the entire rental. So she's like, I'll go ahead and run like half of the, half of the price of the weekly rental through now. And I'll run the other half of the price of the weekly rental through on Monday. Y'all go put the hundred dollars in the account that you need to cover the full rental and everything will be fine. I'm like, okay, thanks so much. This is the first time I've ever rented from you guys. Thank you for being so considerate. Blah, blah, blah. Leave. Okay. Monday comes. I put the rest of the money in the account. Call them. Tell them the rest of the money's there. Go ahead and run through the rest of the rental. They say okay. I don't touch base with them until the following weekend because it was supposed to be a one-week rental, correct? Is everybody with me on the same page? It was supposed to be a one-week rental. 
she only charged it like in two separate halves because I didn't have enough money at that moment to cover it. Well, I call at the end of the first week and I'm like, hey, I want to go ahead and extend it for another week. <laughs> oh, Enterprise, you're so funny. So the lady on the phone goes, hold on, uh, risk management has taken over this account. Let me connect you through, uh, risk management. Why would they get a, why would, why would they get brought in on a weekly rental? Do you understand what I'm saying? So I talked to risk management. They're like, we've been trying to call you all week. I'm like, well, why were you trying to call me? This was a weekly rental and I, I should not have had anyone touch base with me or vice versa until the end of the weekly rental and the rental had to either be back or it was time to renew. Oh, well, we don't have it down as a weekly rental. We have it down as a three-day rental. Uh, okay. Well, it was supposed to be a weekly rental. Yeah, well, we've been running it every, um, every two days or every three days. Either way, basically what happened was when that lady on the first day decided to run like a portion, a portion of the money through first and then another portion of the money through the following Monday. She basically voided our weekly rental and the pro rating that we were going to the pro rated price we were going to get. And instead of paying like $1,100 a week for the rental, we were paying almost double. So the $3,000 that my plug had gave me to put into the account to cover a full two week rental, they had used that up in literally seven days, all $3,000 because they weren't charging it as a weekly rental. They were charging it like on a two or three day basis. Like this may be difficult to follow, but just, okay, just keep following me. So I argue with them. I'm like, so because you guys called and you couldn't get a hold of me, you put it in a high risk high risk factor to where I had to immediately return the rental car and I couldn't rent from you guys ever again. I said, but the thing was, you shouldn't have been calling to get a hold of me. You shouldn't have been running all that money through because it was supposed to be a weekly rental. So I finally like, you know, talked to so-and-so supervisor and then I talked to their supervisor and their supervisor and the next person up and finally get the high risk taken off the vehicle. They wouldn't reimburse what they charged us even though the original agreement was supposed to be like 1100 a week and they charged us like triple that. No, it's like double that, but they wouldn't reimburse us. They said they'd only help me moving forward. <laughs> Let me just tell you guys though, if this was like my own rental and say I was in Florida, like with my family, can you imagine getting a phone call and then being like, hi, um, we've moved you to the high risk factor category because, uh, you didn't, you, um, we tried to run some more money on your credit card and it declined. So I'm going to need the vehicle back in two hours and you're sitting like nine hours away from your house. Like I've just never had such bad communication with anyone, no less a rental car company ever in my life. So they wouldn't fix their mistake. They did take me off the high risk list, but I was like, you know what? Y'all are not going to fuck me moving forward. So basically what I was doing was every two days now, this past week, I've been calling and having them authorized just two days at a time. 
because we saw how they did when I had $3,000 in the account. <laughs> they ran it through and then put my account in the hole trying to run some more through. So we're not doing that now, right? So I just move enough money to cover two days at a time, and I'll call and authorize another two days at a time, and so forth and so forth and so forth. And even then, let me tell you guys, even then, like yesterday alone, I talked to three different people who gave me three different prices and justified three different ways what all those prices reflected. Like this enterprise rental company has been a motherfucker. So now today is Saturday. I didn't pay them until Tuesday, but the money technically ran out last Saturday. So when I paid them Tuesday, it covered Saturday last week to Saturday this week. So here we are again, Saturday this week, the rental car is due at six and my plug is not in town. The only person that is, is his runner (laughs) and he won't answer my phone. I don't have the money to pay another $1,100 forward, but guess what? The rental car is in my name. I don't even know what happens if you have a rental car that you don't return when the money runs out. Like, I'm sure that they charge you with theft of property, probably theft of services. Like, I'm pretty sure it's fucking serious. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know I got myself into some shit. Long story short, don't rent a rental car for any dope man, person, friend, fuck it. Don't rent it for no one. I wouldn't even suggest renting it for yourself because they don't know that I rented it for my dope man. Enterprise doesn't. You know what I mean? Like say, like I said, say this was really for me. They've literally, between the 3000 they ran through last week and, the another, and then another $1,100 i am supposed to give them now, $4,000... For less than a uh, for two weeks and two day rental, you might as well have bought a car. Like that's just so absurd. Like I don't even know. <laughs> and you know the worst part is like I've never rented a car. I don't know any rules about the car. I don't know anything about the car. I don't know anything how rental car companies work. But I'm pretty sure that four thousand dollars for um, two weeks and a two day rental is absolutely absurd. It's just stupid. Given it's not my money, but getting the money from my plug is nearly impossible once a week, especially when he's not here. Like, he'll call his runner and be like, hey, just give her the money. So then that runner's coming out of pocket, you know, their own money that they may or may not have. Oh, God. But, you know, yesterday, when his runner needed a ride... He knew my phone number then. He knew how to call then. He called me five, six times yesterday morning. Hey, can you go pick up my runner? But when I need him today, doesn't answer the phone. Can you imagine that? Like, can you really imagine that? I guess sometimes I just get so frustrated that, like, I'm so smart when it comes to certain things. But then, like, other things, I'm just a fucking idiot. Like... I guess it it just blows my mind how strong, like, an addict's mind is. Like, I knew when he was asking me originally if I would rent the car for him. Like, everything in my body was screaming no. Red flags were going up everywhere. You know what I mean? But then the fucking addict in me was like, do it, do it. Think about all that money. Think about how high you can get. And I did it. (sighs) 
and it's, it's just, it just is really, it's just crazy to me, because, you know, I think a lot of people that are not addicts have a hard time understanding, well, shit, I'm an addict, and I don't understand, <laughs> does that make sense, um, the worst part was, the money that he gave me for doing the rental for him, I blew all of it in a 48-hour time period, and still did not get well, because, remember, he was gone, so I was having to go find peop- other people, other, other dealers out there, that maybe has something as good as him. And I spent every penny of the money he gave me for doing the rental on garbage. I'm pretty sure, like, one of the one of the bags of dope that I bought, I'm pretty sure it was sand, rice, and I swear to God, I don't know what crushed up human teeth would look like, but it looked like crushed up pieces of human bone in the bag. Like, sand, rice, cooked rice, and then, like, crushed up pieces of bone. Like, when I say... I got robbed and got for every penny of that $1,100 or $1,500, whatever he fucking gave me. I did. I think it was, I spent, it was almost $1,200, yeah, and 48 hours, and still was sick. Still did not get well. Nobody sold me anything that even, that even mirrored heroin. It was all just trash. Baby formula. So, here I am today. The rental car has to be back at 6, and it's going on 3. Can't get a hold of my dope man. Now I'm going to sit here and sweat and wonder, are they going to file it reported stolen? Am I going to go to jail? And then there's my dope man driving around the rental car like he's free as a bird. He's up in Michigan. He went down to Florida. You know, he's fucking having a blast. Not worried as I sit here sweating if he's ever going to come back with this rental car. You know, lessons, man. Life lessons are hard. I feel like if I would have had a parent with me. I mean, like I said, I knew red flags in my head were going off when he mentioned it. But I feel like... If I had, like, an older sister or brother or a parent, they would have been a little bit more persuasive not to do it because they've probably already done it in their lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, anyways, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I promise I'll start checking in more. It really just has been hell, but that doesn't leave me an excuse to not check in. Um, oh, also, I don't know if I told anyone... But I'm no longer on pretrial release, so I no longer have to report four days a week to um, a probation office while I'm waiting to go to trial, which I'm still waiting to go to trial for, since my arrest like last week or last year, September. Um, so now we're taking it upstairs to the big daddy trial rooms. We're going to criminal court and we're taking it to jury. So, uh, you know, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But I feel like my lawyer would not have suggested taking it to jury trial if she didn't feel somewhat confident that we might win the case. So, you know, fingers crossed there. Uh, the only bad news is um, criminal court, like the, the court dates, are three to six months out. So, literally, by the time I do go to court, it will have been almost a year, July, August, September, probably a year or longer since the original arrest. And I don't know if that's going to work for me or against me, 
I mean, yeah, by the time I go to court, I'll have satisfied the pretrial check-ins. I'll have um, made it a year without any new arrests or any um, new, like, any kind of new involvement with police. But, um, you know, and I didn't pick up any charges, but I don't know. We'll see. That whole, the whole case is just bullshit to begin with. I don't know. It's like, um, you know, where I got in trouble... There's not, like, a law technically stating that what I was doing was illegal, but it's definitely in the gray area. Does that make sense? So, I don't know. Um, man, I just, you know what, I'm, I'm so busy today, but I wanted to check in with you guys, let you guys know that I'm still alive. I'm not down with the Rona. I hope everybody else is healthy and doing well. Oh, um, oh yeah, and I quit my job. I don't even want to start talking about that. Like, I have so much to tell you guys, but the rental car was, like, first and foremost on my mind because that's where I'm at right now. So, I will check in with you guys later. Oh, the tangled webs we weave. Isn't that, um, isn't that some kind of, like, saying, you know? Let me tell you guys. I, I like to think that I'm smarter than the average person. Or at least I'd like to think so. Or more educated, better off. Not like, um, not like stuck up. But I like to think that I have some pretty good common sense. I usually follow my gut feelings. And for the most part, it keeps me out of trouble. But let me tell you, just this addict part of me. Man, I've talked about it before. And it just trumps any kind of logical thinking or common sense that a person may have. So I talked a little bit before my last podcast about the dope man in the rental car, which has been very up and down-ish. Um, getting money to renew the, the weekly rental every week is nearly impossible. It's like a 48-hour feat. Like two days before the rental car is due to be renewed, I have to start hounding my dope man to give me the money and usually two hours before the rental is either due back or to be renewed he finally coughs off the money I have to go get it deposit in the bank and then call enterprise and finally call it in and get it extended and it's been such a headache but as of last week I think all the rest of my brain cells are finally fried because I had this really stupid idea that sounds great to an addict so, like, on some real shit, usually I have to find a way, either before it was with my job or now, to hustle up whichever way possible, hopefully legal, enough money on a daily basis to be able to keep myself well and at a normal functioning level. So, <laughs> the first couple weeks that we did the rental car, he gave me the money, I put it in my account, I called in the rental, didn't touch the money was like, it's not your money, it's for the rental, Tracy, don't fuck this up, don't fuck this up, but then last week, I got to thinking, well, hey, if I take some of the money from the rental, and use it to go get well, surely by the end of the week, I could have hustled up the money that I took out of the, you know, the lot for the, for the rental car, and I'll just replace it with, with the money I hustle up. You don't even have to tell me what an awful idea that is. What was I thinking? 
you know, like I get so aggravated at myself. Like, how could I be so smart and so fucking stupid at the same time? So here I go today. I'm going to see the dope man. He's been gone for two days. I don't know what happened. You know, what's new? He's never good every single day. There's always something that's been coming up lately. And here I am. I'm going to take almost $300 and spend it on dope. And then pray to God by Wednesday, which is, um, I'm pretty sure tomorrow, that I have the money hustled up. I can already tell you guys it's probably not going to happen. And I know in my common, like in my common sense, logical mind, head, it's not going to happen. But here I am still going to do it. You know, like, I feel like, man, I wish I need, like, I think I need to look into like, I know a lot of people don't believe that, um, addiction like is in your genes or in your DNA, but I feel like it is like whatever notch in my DNA that tells me right from wrong. I feel like when it comes to addiction, that notch gets turned off and overpowers everything in my soul, everything that I've been taught in 34 years. It doesn't matter. It's so strong. It overpowers that. And that just like, it just blows my mind. I just, I don't understand sometimes. Okay. Sorry about that. I had to, uh, I had to sign off for a little bit because I had to go and get well and, um, get some groceries, but I kind of wanted to touch base back and just vent a little bit. So I try to think of myself, although I'm an addict, I try to think of myself as a good person. Like I still try to live a good life. I try to be, um, like a positive, productive member of society. Um, like there was a time where I was legitimately homeless and when I was out there begging for money, I can promise you on my child, any of the money I got never went to my drug addiction. It legitimately went to food or shelter. And I try to live, um, and treat people like how I would want to be treated. Right. And I also try to think of myself as a trustworthy person. I know that, um, for instance, my better half, we've been together for mm, a little bit over three years. And there is no doubt in his mind that I am 100% loyal to him on a daily basis. And there's no doubt in my mind, vice versa with him. I do think he gets a little flirty with some of the little anime cosplay things he goes to and you know the girls are dressed up in costume like Wonder Woman and stuff I think he has like fun flirting with them but do I ever think he would actually step out on me absolutely not um and I try to think of myself as also a truthful person for the most part um which has worked for me and against me my entire life you know a lot of people I'm somebody who will tell you the truth regardless if that's what you want to hear. And because of that, I've lost a lot of friends in life. You know, people, a lot of people tell you that they want you to be truthful and honest with them. But uh, let me tell you guys, they really don't mean it. 
A, a lot of people would rather you sugarcoat things for them, unfortunately. Um, but I'm not that person, and I try not to lie to someone unless it's like absolutely to protect them. Then I will. Um, I know that the dope man <laughs> doesn't really carry any kind of positive anything in society. Like, no one loves the dope man. No one thinks the dope man's a good person. No one cares about the dope man's family. You know, in society, the dope man is frowned upon. Look at all these people that they, he's gotten addicted to drugs. Look at all of the money that he's gotten illegally. You know, like, a dope man is not a positive person, nor is he looked at as, like, a positive contribution to society. But, let me say this. The dope man, specifically my dope man, obviously trusts me. Now, stop right there. Hold on. No, wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Hear me out. Okay? The fact that he gives me about $1,300 a week, trusts me to go and put it in my bank account and then obviously call Enterprise and extend the rental, says a lot because I know plenty of addicts that you can't trust them with a dollar. So for my own dope man to give me that much money and not question if it made it to the account or not question if enterprise was extended to just trust that although I'm an addict, I'm going to do the right thing. And to me, that says a lot. Like that's, I don't know. It sounds stupid, but that's almost like better trust than like a normal person because you know, like you're giving something some a bunch of money that only tempts their addiction and trusting that, hey, this person's not going to listen to that voice in their head and they're going to do with the, with the money what I told them to do with it. You know, you know what I'm saying? And I guess like where I'm going with this is the fact that I, that I ended up spending some of the money he gave me for the rental car to, um, get my own fix and to get well it's just like really upsetting to me and I not only because the consequences can be huge um if he was to ever find out that I was dipping into this money to get myself well he would absolutely cut me off like I I would never have a dope man again and I get that and I understand that because he's trusting me with x amount of dollars to do something for him right But, <coughs> sorry, lost my voice for a second. Um, I guess what gets me is I don't even want to disappoint my dope man. Like, I think I've disappointed, like, so many people in life, including my better half multiple times that at this point like I just want to do right so bad even if that means not spending the money the dope man gave me to illegally rent him a vehicle like it's like I'm just like looking for approval anywhere I can get it and like that could be so dangerous does that make sense
I don't know. Um, I just know that, like, it's really heavy on my mind right now that I did spend almost $250 of the money that he gave me for the rental, and I'm sitting here without a way to replenish it. I don't even know. Like, I don't know. You know, ultimately, before even telling him you don't have the money and him possibly getting mad enough that he cuts you off and no longer serves you as a dealer, I guess the immediate problem would be there's not enough money to renew the rental car and the rental car is in my name. And if I tell him, hey, I don't have enough money to renew the rental car and he gave me enough money to renew the rental car, obviously it's going to piss him off. But the bigger question is, is he going to be a dick and keep the rental car? Am I ever going to be able to get the rental car back from him? Like, are you, does that make sense? I've not seen the rental car one time since the day he got it. It does have insurance on it, but he's not a licensed driver, number one. No less is he a licensed driver on the Enterprise contract. So that's always, like, really scary. You know, for all I know, at this point, the rental car could be totaled. That's why he continues to pay me $1,500 a week to keep it because he doesn't have a car to return. I don't know. I just know, like, if I was um, a normal person, $1,500 a week for a rental car just seems a little bit overpriced. And the fact that he's had it for almost four weeks, the amount of money that he has put out in the rental, he literally could have bought the vehicle just flat out. Does that make sense? So, like, it's a little concerning, like, why I've not seen the rental, car, the rental car or him since the day he got it. But, I mean, I guess as long as he keeps giving me money, there's really not an issue. Like, I don't think that there's a... I don't think, like, there's a, a time period of how long you can keep a rental. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like as long as they're getting their money, do they really care? Or, like... At the 30-day mark, are they going to be like, yes, we still want to continue renting to you, but we need to physically see the vehicle and do a vehicle check? Like, is that something that they do? Because I can guarantee he's not going to come back and bring this rental car back for a vehicle check. I literally have to start on Thursday begging him for the money to renew it, which the renewal isn't until Saturday. And most days... Most weeks, I don't get the money to renew the, the another week of the rental car until like an hour before it's supposed to be returned. So, I don't know. I know I'm just venting about this rental car. This is by far the dumbest thing I've ever done. Well, no. I've done some really stupid shit. But I think this one is so just like ridiculous for me because... <laughs> Like, a lot of times when I get in trouble, I didn't see it coming. Like, uh, either, like, I'm just a third party that gets, like, tied into it or, like, the wrong place at the wrong time. But I saw this coming. Like, I saw it and I knew the consequences before I did it, but yet I still did it. I don't know. It just blows my mind. I'm sure that you guys are so over talking about the rental car. I know that I've literally been talking about the rental car to myself in my head for how many weeks now. And at this point, I, I don't even get paid for the rental. 
I got paid one time $500. It's not even worth all the trouble that I'm going through right now. I mean, if anything, I feel like I need to at least prove to myself that, like, for me, I feel like the ultimate test for me would be for him to give me the money to renew it and to not touch it and to legitimately put it towards the rental, not take some out of it and then when I hustle the money back up, put it back in. Like, I mean, just don't touch it. Like, I think for me, like, as a personal test, like, that I need to do that. Does that make sense? And I don't know why I give a fuck about, you know, this is a bad example. Like, the don't man in the rental car is a bad example. Like, this is more than just the rental car. Like, I guess for me, I need to, like, validate to myself that I still do kind of have some kind of self-control, even as an addict, and that I can be a trustworthy person and that people can count on me. Does that make sense? And, like, for me, that's huge because people, like, all you have is someone's word. And a lot of the times, people's word are, is garbage. <laughs> Believe, most of the time, at least in the addict game, someone's word is garbage. It doesn't mean anything. You know? And that's not just with addicts. I know a lot of people that are not addicts, and they're just, like, compulsive liars. Um, or, like, have you ever met the person that just talks and makes up shit as they talk, like, just to have something to talk about. Have you ever met that kind of person? I mean, it's not just addicts, but I mean, I think for me, I need to validate this for myself, and I don't know what I'm going to do, because let me tell you guys, $50 is hard to come up with, $30 is hard to come up with, $250? Man, I really fucked myself this time. I don't know. I do know that if nothing else, every time I call Enterprise to extend the rental, for instance, a couple days ago, I talked to three different people at the same location, got three different estimates and three different reasons how they justified all of those estimates. Like this Enterprise location is just really, I don't know, like um, even the last estimate I got, it was like 646 for four days, okay? And even when she broke down like how that estimate came to be, it still didn't add up. When she told me it was like 127 a day for the rental and like $25 for the insurance a day and then tax, it came to more than 646 for four days. And she priced it she priced me something less than what, according to her breakdown, would have come to. So, like, that's the other thing. Like, I've never gotten a straight answer out of Enterprise. Like, some weeks I'm paying $1,200. Other weeks I'm paying $1,500. Um, I've been priced $700 before, although that's never what I pay in the end. Uh, I do know that, like, if I ever was, like, to rent a car ever for myself in life, I know for a fact it would not be through enterprise because this has been a nightmare like I have never seen before in my life. Like literally just a nightmare. But that's it for right now. I kind of just wanted to wrap up the end of the rental car fuckery that's been going on in my life. 
tomorrow I have to call and extend it until Saturday. So we'll see what that brings. Um, I do want to touch base with you guys maybe tomorrow though, because there's a lot more going on in my life just besides the rental car. That's just the most dominant thing going on right now in my life. But I will touch base with you guys tomorrow and give you a better update of how I've been doing. Okay? All right.